0: You are now entering the back lounge of the MXU Tour Bus. Tour credentials required.
1: Well, hey everybody. Welcome to episode 83 of the MXU podcast. My name is Jeff Sandstrom, and I'm here as always with my compadre. Co
2: gosh, I'm running out of code. No, I think it's I think it's over. We've been doing this now for like probably 10 or 15 episodes. Yeah. He's been starting that way, and we come up with a new co-word every time. And I think that was it. I think, I think I'm think i done. But what a better place to have a compadre
1: than in Texas. That's true. So we just finished our day two of the Dallas event. And I'm still trying to get over what just happened. What a day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. But first, we need to introduce who else is with us. Yes. So why don't you talk about who's here and why they're here. Yeah. And... Obviously, your relationship with them will become clear, but let's just let everybody know who we're talking to
2: today. We're joined today by Thrive Worship. We're here with Corbin Phillips, Melinda Watts, and Taylor Gall. Thank all of you for being here.
3: Thanks for having us.
2: So the whole point of day two of the MXU Live Tour is we are partnering with a band to um, develop and execute a worship service, and you can't do that without a band. So we were... Um, graciously afforded the opportunity to have you guys out by your record label, Integrity Music. So thanks to everyone there. And we're just showing people how to have church. Yeah.
1: So we basically start the day on day two with a production meeting. So it's worship leader and worship team talking with lighting director, video director, audio team, both monitors and front of house, about what the worship set is going to be, any sort of mile markers we want to try to hit along the way, any goals, and then audio and video and lighting can ask any questions. So Daniel is the lighting director, so he's asking about just, uh, is it an up song or a down song? Is it, you know, what's the set list? What order are the songs? Any colors that we need to be aware of or want to accentuate, that kind of thing. Rusty's talking about how he wants to do cameras, and then, we all kind of split off into our individual teams and program lights in real time with Daniel talking everybody through what he's thinking with lighting. Same with Rusty. He grabs three camera operators out of the crowd and does a camera training. How about that senior pastor on the tripod today in camera one? <laughs> I amazing. mean, it was great. So now, there's he'll, as a senior pastor, he will never question how difficult the audio team has it. Because he's standing there trying to capture the shots that he's always,
2: you yeah.
1: know, it's always him on camera one. Now he knows how hard it is to make that happen.
2: What if it backfires? Because he was so good at it. And he's like, even I could do it, guys. <laughs> do I
3: need to do everything around here? Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, but at the end of the day, we did the worship service and we had church. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We 100% had church, which yeah. we want to talk about. But also... Let's Have Church is the name of the new Thrive Worship EP that came out last week.
3: Yes, sir. Yeah, we're so excited. So Let's Have Church. Uh, it's just been a lot of the songs that has been born out of our our team and just, I think, just leading church in this last season that's been unconventional. And it feels like there's a project of just getting back to the basics of just going, hey, there's power when the church gathers. There's power when we worship. We just, we just experienced that. And so we're really excited. It's five songs and you can get it anywhere you, you can you can find music.
0: Oh, no, that's great. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly like the, the whole point of the project is what we just did. It's looking at what Acts chapter 2 says. Like, you know, We believe that God is assembling the church just like he did in the early church right now. And yeah. um, we're honestly humbled to be able to express that with our project.
1: Well, what we've always said around MXU is that we really believe that the role of a production team is to partner with the team on stage because at the end of the day we're all worship leaders we're all tasked with preparing a place you know i love how matt redmond says it he said when the people of god experience the presence of god through the praises of god that's that's where change happens and so we're tasked with partnering with you on stage to facilitate that environment where that process can happen. So I think today was such a great example of what happens
2: when that happens well. And it was real. You know, Chris even said it at our first event. He thought, is this going to be, are we just going to perform what we did all day? And I was like, no, it was it was 100% real. Even I kind of wondered that. Like when we do this fake worship service at the end of the day, that's kind of what I thought. It really wasn't that at all. It's not that at all. And I even today I thought that looking at you, Melinda, in that third song, I'm like, she's no different right now than she is in a church with two thousand people in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you guys what it was like. I mean, first of all, the the first row is like fifty feet away because we have, you know, video world, audio world, and lighting are between right the downstage edge and the front row of the crowd. So that's actually what we're featuring on camera
1: all throughout the day is our gear. So now you're singing to a bunch of consoles with people behind it. Um, I think it just switched. I think it went from technical to spiritual, and it wasn't a hard turn. It just was our hearts, and I think when you want to serve and you want to serve whatever you do, it's just easy to, to take that turn, and I think that's what happened in the room today. I get inspired um, singing with these guys. Uh, they're really just passionate and great writers, and it just felt like at home, like you said, whether we're in church or wherever, so well another thing that took a turn which i was so grateful for is the people in the room went from Mm -hmm. learning to participating Yeah. yeah it's so easy for a production person to become sort of not just enamored by the gear but trying to figure out the gear and we're here to learn how to get better so there's this intellectual approach to trying to figure out even if you're good at what you do it's like okay i'm trying to get better so what thing can i apply what What tip can I learn? What can I write down and walk away with? And then there was this moment where everybody in the room kind of went, oh, I got to turn that off because I'm being led in a powerful way and I need to participate in that, which was so gratifying to see.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think that shift was tangible. Like even you could see it in the first song, people kind of just like checking it out and it's awesome and it sounds incredible. And then at some point just making making that click, which was so cool to be a part of. And I think... I think just that reminder of the sum of the parts is is worth more whatever that that phrase is and sometimes even just that reminder is more powerful than any any little nuance that we learn and i think it was it was um chris that said it in the debrief he was like what do we evaluate and he was like well i think whatever just happened is how we define success and i think just for all of us to get to come together and go Yes, like we want everything to work in, in congruence and be amazing, but at the end of the day, like the win is that is that God moves. Yeah. And today I was, like was had that.
1: Today was not about hitting a mark or whether or not you missed a cue. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's almost like we're talking about how we learn and that was the most like people with mastery in their craft just expressing it in a way that was impactful. So it was
2: everything i could have hoped for yeah i didn't really say much at the end cuz i was like i don't i don't even know what to really say it was yeah it was a bit unexpected all the way around well multiple people including yours truly were brought to tears and
1: it's not unusual for me those of you who've been around us for very long but you leak a little i leak a little i'm i'm old but <laughs> several people in the room had that too there was just this sort yeah. of visceral response That was undeniable. And I think, you know, we talk about the technical and the musical and all that, but there is this undeniability about when people gather in Jesus' name, there is power in that. And I think as MXU and as especially with you guys, it's like, man, leaning into that is not only okay, but it's kind of why we're all here. So thank you again for taking us there because it was it was beautiful.
2: Corbin, you had a lot to do with this, I think, because when you said to the crowd after between song two and three, you said, you gave them permission to stop thinking about things. Mm-hmm. And you even said the words, your pastor is not going to come and get mad at you for missing a cue. And for one second, I thought, that's a, that's a pretty abrupt way to say that. But then I thought, No, that's the right way to say that. Yeah. Because these people actually feel that way. So real. I'm not I'm not like dragging on senior pastors. Yeah. But that's what you experience, whether your senior pastor is a bully or not. You know, we can sometimes feel like they are even when they're not, because our own insecurities, we think we're gonna get in trouble for something all the time. Yeah. Some churches leadership
1: actually creates a fear culture. Right. But even if they don't, even if they're super encouraging, a new volunteer who's responsible for all the words that come on the screen. A lot of times they're taking that on themselves whether whether they've been you know told that it's not a big deal or not they're still nervous when they hit that space bar that right. things are going to be okay and so to give them permission to go hey you don't have to do that today you're
2: just here to experience and see yeah. what god can do And Daniel our lighting director in the debrief got emotional he thanked you guys for providing him the opportunity to experience a worship service for the first time since COVID started. Wow. Because you guys know, you've been in church for the last 18 months and how crazy busy it's mm-hmm. been. Yep. And the technical community is the same way. And then Daniel owns his own company and has been hustling, helping churches and organizations through COVID. So it's just an unexpected breath of fresh air for everyone. So thank you guys. Yeah,
0: yeah. I man. I, I, and it's funny. I, I feel like I'm a broken record this week and, and the last date as well. But I feel like I have a very unique Perspective in all of this, having been so in the production world and only in the production world, not on stage, and now being on the other side of it, it's like you think I understand both worlds really well. And as I I even kind of questioned myself as I was saying that today, but I I thought I kind of had the same process that you just had. This is the right thing to say because I've been in their shoes and I've actually had that pressure on me. And, And yeah, I think you're right, Jeff. It's a lot of times it's self induced, right? You 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 want to to succeed. You want to execute the vision of a pastor and pastors have a hard job, man, especially nowadays. They're, they're just trying to make sure they're, they're getting, um, you know, the impact to happen. And so, yeah, I I think today providing a space for people who normally are the ones making it happen. It's, it's priceless.
2: Yeah. So we're going to have you guys back in Chicago. So we're We're going to go do Denver. It's a one day event. It's, it's audio only. Sorry. We're excited about it though. It's going to be
1: it's going to be kind of nice just to mix and talk about audio, because yeah. both of our first two events were two day events, so for us, I think it's well, for me personally, it's going to be good to have a little a little bit of time to breathe after today, because I don't know if I could do this every day. like you, you now know what the like
2: worship hangover feels like, <laughs> man
1: man it's
2: yeah, it's great. Um, so you guys will be back in Chicago and that's, that'll be our last two day event. And there's still some tickets available. However, um, this podcast and the streaming experience for Chicago is sponsored by Resi. So, um, Resi is going to be there. They're partnering with us to stream this. So we know traveling right now is crazy. And sometimes you can't get to cities around the country for whatever reason. So if you want to experience everything that we're talking about, we're going to stream the experience over the web. You can go to our website and buy a streaming pass. Thanks to our friends at Resi, And that stream is for both days. It is. It's both days. So it's audio awesome. and um, the team's day. So everything we just talked about will be included in the stream. So thanks to our friends at Rezi. And I do want to give Rezi a special shout out because Drive um, Worship at your church, Bayside, where I'm also from, uh, you guys use Rezi. Yep. And how do you guys use it?
0: Yeah, so it's it's kind of like our encoder. That's what's taking the stream live to the different platforms. Um, and what's really cool is we've been using it, uh, at least for the, to my knowledge, at least two or three years. It's probably longer oh, yeah.
2: than that. Oh, yeah, I think maybe it was hair longer. Yeah. And, uh, They're only a five-year-old company, but they've like taken over.
0: Oh, absolutely. And we've not had it fail one time. Um, it's funny, we were just chatting about this a second ago. Uh, we actually had a stream for our Thrive conference, which normally we have our Thrive Conference in person uh, during 2020, we were able to do that, so we did it online. And this is probably a, a generous or a safe number. It is but, safe, but a little over 400,000 people were on there at one time watching and Ironclad.
2: Yeah, it was bulletproof. They, I emailed uh, Paul at Resi and said, "Hey, how many unique devices did we have?" And he wrote back, "Congratulations, over 400,000." Wow, it was pretty crazy. Wow. Um, and also, we can plug the conference for you. You guys are doing the conference again coming up. Yes, we are. And it's a free online conference. There's, yep. And it's, you know, top speakers in the world.
0: It, it, you name it, they're, they're going to be there.
2: Yeah. And it's all online. So go check out, I believe it's thriveconference.org.
0: Thriveconference.org.
2: I do remember that. There you go. You like that? Nice. Anyway, thank you, Rezzy. And we'll see you guys in uh, Denver because we're going to go hang out with the guys at Rezzy and do a podcast with them. That's right. And then we'll see you guys back in Chicago. Yes, yes. Um, Anything else we need to cover, or do you guys want to go eat some Tex-Mex? I think it's time for fajitas. Tex-Mex. Papacitos. They have this butter that you pour on the uh, steak fajitas.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's go there. All right. Well, (laughs) we have a day off tomorrow, so we probably won't talk to you tomorrow unless we do something weird from the bus or the golf
2: course. We are playing golf. Yeah, that'll be fun. Jeff was able to get us a group of five.
1: Yes, we're playing as a fivesome, which... So when I play by myself or with like one other person, like if I'm a, I'm a twosome and we come upon somebody playing as a fivesome, I just think, what was the guy in the pro shop thinking letting <laughs> this group of yahoos out here Absolutely. as a fivesome. But when you have five people, you're king of the world. It's pretty awesome.
2: So we're excited. <laughs> when are, when's Corbin and Jeff going to play golf
1: together? Is, as so well, I, I know. This,
0: I'm, I'm going to keep this podcast going here for a second. Okay. Can you so, make your way to Amarillo tomorrow? Probably let, not. Let me see. He's got an open bunk um part uh a six yeah there you go you do a six <laughs> so i am I'm, I'm on a podcast with you guys a month ago right yeah i go back and listen to the podcast and i i realized that you had an entire conversation about golf without me
2: that's true we did oh that's funny
0: because <laughs> like, you were, come you on were only come on man on
1: the part where we did the interview with chris <laughs> you weren't on the intro outro part of yep. the podcast sorry for excluding you but we've talked about golf as an aside from the podcast, okay. So, how,
0: how did you play on? When was your last? You guys had a day off that you played at. We had we, two
1: days off in a row. We had uh, to get here from LA. We had to take two days, and so we played in Tucson as a threesome: Spencer, Lee, and me. Yep. And then I played by myself in um, El Paso. El Paso, because Lee and Spencer were babies that day, <laughs> <laughs> and would rather sit on the bus and watch college game day. So. I went to the course by myself so i shot uh 78 78 Beautiful. 79
0: i think that's, that's so, awesome it's fun well, we got to get out there we, we
2: played in tucson best ball me and spencer against jeff by himself <laughs> they brother-in-lawed each other pretty well like they okay.
1: they picked each other up so like it was pretty, yeah they i mean for all the holes that they
2: played i think they were only one over as a team
1: oh wow because, we got pretty
2: lucky because their scramble
0: yep.
1: was.
2: They were. I mean, a. we played. We both played horrible. Like I think I lost nine balls. But when I did have a good shot, it Spencer counted. had a bad shot. Yeah, so he drained it, a thirty-foot birdie putt
1: on the seventeenth hole to close it out. I did. Come on. I did. So they beat me, but it was fun. That's
2: awesome. We're gonna do it again tomorrow, and we're gonna have a great time. Well, I think we just bored Taylor and Melinda with golf. So <laughs> I, that's true. We have. We played golf in I don't
1: know. Thing about Orange golf. County last. I know nothing about it.
2: Yeah, Melinda's thinking about those fajitas, so we need to go.
1: (laughs) And the
3: (laughs) butter. Yeah.
2: (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, everybody.
3: Thank you.